Joe Biden as VP had multiple pseudonyms. One pseudonym, uh, 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 uh. Two pseudonym, uh, uh, uh. Three pseudonym, uh, 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 uh. Let's talk about it. or where they went they caught 78 known terrorists within the beginning of this year alone and what's up everybody thank you so much for tuning in my name is will johnson my website is uniteamericafirst.com i haven't said that in a while i used to say it all the time uniteamericafirst.com not united some people go, oh, it's united. No, it's not united. The, is the country united? Let me ask you the question. Is the country united? My website is called Unite America First because we need to unite our country first. We can help other countries later on, but we need to unite ours first. Would you agree? If you're watching on Facebook, please do me a favor. Type in explanation point notify, just like you see it right there. Explanation point notify. And if you're on YouTube, hit the thumbs up and the share button. The same thing with Rumble. Thumbs up and the share button. Okay. I have a lot to share with you tonight. Now, what this information is coming out about Joe Biden when he was VP, it's actually probably going to cause them to do another indictment because we've seen what they've done. Every time they get dirt on Joe Biden, indictment. Dirt on Joe Biden, indictment. And it's, you know what it really all leads to? Because the dirt on Joe Biden, all of it happened under Obama. So anything that's possibly leading to Obama, indict Trump. Possibly going through Joe Biden to Obama, indict Trump. We're going to talk about that. And I'm going to show I'm going to show you tonight how this how the Georgia the court system, the law system in Georgia is complete sham. I'm going to share some of that with you tonight. But first, I want to talk about Hawaii. Did you know in Hawaii, a lot of people talk about, well, at least on Twitter, and, I, and I'm not going to show it on Facebook or YouTube, these videos where they show these lasers hitting the, hitting the, the location in Hawaii and stuff just blowing up, right? I'm not going to show it on there because you can make that in, you can make that in certain, you know, special effects software. So I don't, I don't know if it's absolutely true or not, but I lean to more towards that it is true. I lean more that way because the technology is here. There's videos and there's stuff that actually explains it very well in complete detail how they could do such a thing. I think a lot of people believe that it's like a conspiracy because who in America would do such a thing? Why would they do such a thing to American citizens? Why would they go to this, such an extreme? You know, but it leaves a whole bunch of open-ended questions. Oprah Winfrey's home is like it wasn't even touched. And before this happened, allegedly, she was talking about, you know, 15-minute cities, uh, investing into new construction, and then all of a sudden, this opened up. And now she can do a 15-minute city in Hawaii. For those of you that don't know what a 15-minute city is, this is something that the left has come up with this world organization they want people for example you you live in a city you're right there in the middle 
15 minutes to the west, 15 minutes to the east, to the north, 15 minutes to the south, and 15 minutes to the east. Right? That's what they and you don't you don't ever go out past that 15 minutes. And many people have seen movies, or not movies, but rather videos about what you know pertaining to these 15 minutes cities. Well, it looks like that's what they're going to rebuild in Hawaii, a 15 minute city. Isn't it convenient? Oh, wait a minute. Well, destruction happened here. Let's create it. But so much information is coming out. Like there's one video where the police department with people in line waiting for food and water because everything is gone. And then the police department get on the loudspeaker and said, oh, you got to leave. They have food and water supplies for them. But the police department got on the, the speakerphone and said, oh, we're cutting it off. And it came from the higher ups. He says, I don't know what else to tell you. It came up from the higher ups to tell me to cut you off. People are in line. Families are in line. And now they're not able to get anything. It's completely disgusting from what they've done. This should have never happened. United States of America, what they get, what? Well, I think the last report I saw, it was like $200 million dollars. But Ukraine gets $20 billion. Yeah, for sure. $20 billion to Ukraine. And don't don't forget the illegal aliens. Getting yeah. Payments, what, every week, every two weeks? Exactly. Same thing and, with the illegal and, aliens. And they only got $700 per household. Yes. And that, that's crazy. And when we talked about it yesterday, some people say, oh, we thought it was $700 per person. Even if it is $700 per person, that wouldn't be enough for the devastation that took place. But that wouldn't even be enough. But they're not even talking about $700 per person. They're talking about $700 per household. So if there's five people in that household, $700 amongst the five of you to rebuild and everything. But Ukraine, illegals, they get above and beyond. They get everything they want. Let me play this for you. This was from Hawaii. This is from out of Hawaii. The police chief has asked, how come they didn't turn on the sirens? Now, let me ask everyone right now, and I'm going to look in the comments. If you have emergency happening and they put in sirens that so happen to be for, let's just say, tsunamis. But you have a siren in there and they say that they put in a tsunami, they put in the sirens for tsunamis. But you have a fire pop up. Do you think people would say, well, we didn't have a tsunami. We were having a fire. Why did you set off the alarm? People will be thankful for you setting off the alarm, regardless of what it is. If it's a tsunami, if it's an earthquake, if it's a hurricane, or even if it's a fire, people will be like, thank you for setting off the alarms to help us get warning. But that didn't even happen here. The excuse that they're using is that, well, we didn't set off the alarms because it wasn't a tsunami. What? This is such a Democrat move. And now, mind you, the entire, all of the islands, the island man, all of the islands in Hawaii are completely stinking blue. Every last one of them. Now, of course, there's some conservatives living in Hawaii. And I think after this, there's a lot of conservatives being born now. A lot of them starting to say, wait a minute, the federal government is not helping us, but they're happy to jump over and help Ukraine. Imagine that. Imagine that. That wasn't, wait a minute, wasn't Obama from Hawaii? Didn't he claim to be from Hawaii, Shannon? Didn't Obama claim to be from Hawaii? Where's Obama yeah, at on all of this? He sure did. Where's Obama at? Anybody? Oh, but they're quick to take your money. 
I wouldn't give any organization that Obama's tied to or the Hillary Rotten Clintons or even Oprah Winfrey for that matter. Because if you give it to the blue, they're going to do something else with it. But listen to this as the reporters asked this police chief about why they did not set off the alarms. Do you regret not sounding the sirens? I, I do not. And the reason why... And So many people said they could have been saved if they had time to escape. Had a siren gone off, they wouldn't have known that there was a crisis emerging. And as we know, so many bodies were found in the ground. As do you the want to... Now, now, look at this. Look at this. You see, he kind of deflected from it bef beforehand. And the guy that's the reporter here asking the question because he's already picking up that this guy is deflecting. They're talking about people lost lives. Maybe he should go to jail. Maybe they should be put him and say, you know what? You're in this position. You need to go to jail because people lost lives because you refuse to set off the alarm. Please help me make sense of this. And then, of course, the guy behind him, he's going to step up there protecting him, saying, you're going to let me answer the question. You're going to let me answer the question. You're going to let me answer the question. And he still doesn't answer the question. He deflects and said, well, it wasn't a hurricane. So we didn't set an alarm off because it wasn't a hurricane. What? Did he give you the answer? Or I did do, you want to well, well, let, let him finish his I'm answer? Sorry, there's a lot of people. Well, you're talking and you're not letting him talk. If you want to talk, come up here. I'm ready for the answer. Then wait. See, now, you know what? If I was at one of these, they wouldn't say that to me. <laughs> I was thinking, ooh, let me get on the microphone because I'm going to tell everybody exactly what happened. And then they'll probably end up turning the microphone off. They would never say such a thing to Will Johnson. Well, you want to say something? Come up here and say, okay, fine. Let's do this. Let's do this. The sirens, as I had mentioned earlier, is used primarily for tsunamis. And that's the reason why many of them are found, almost all of them are found on the coastline. So again, I'm asking in the question, do you think, let me ask you this. Do you think this was legit? Yes or no? They didn't set off the alarms because it wasn't a tsunami. You got fires raging, people, no kind of warning and nothing, no alarm, no nothing. When they had the alarm system there, but it, because it wasn't for fires, we didn't turn them on. Please in the comments, somebody. Tell me, Will, you got it all wrong. Please, I'm looking in the comments right now. I'm looking in the comments. Tell me right now, Will, you got it all wrong. This is completely fine. Yes, he did what he did what was expected. It's completely fine, Will. See, I'm looking in the comments and people are saying, no, it's not fine. Can y'all imagine you have alarm system put in your place of business, right? And it's for... Let's say, you know, in Arkansas, I used to live in Arkansas and they get a lot of tornadoes there. When we're putting in it just because of tornado warning, <laughs> tornado warning. But instead of this time, it's not a tornado warning. It's a fire. Oh, we're not. We didn't turn them on because it wasn't a tornado. Make sense of that. These, you know what? These are the same people that get you to believe that a man can be a woman. This is what it is. This is what we're dealing with. These people, because of their incompetence, they should not be able to be, they should not be able to hold any position of authority at all. This should be a mental test before these people go in this position. You're literally not going to set off the alarm because it was just a fire and not a tsunami. How would you feel if, the, and you know what, it might be some people watching right now. How would you feel 
or how do you feel or how would you feel knowing that this could have been prevented? You can move it over, put the comments over. How would you feel knowing that they didn't set off the alarm because it was a tsunami, but you lost loved ones? How would you feel about that? How would you feel about that? For me, I'm like, this is, I'd be furious. I'd be livid. I, I'm angry about it now. I'm angry about it now. Because it was American citizens. Even though it was off the mainland, it was still American citizens. And now they're not going to do anything to help them? Oh, here's $700. Take it. Shut up. Here's $700. Shut up. And if you think you need more, stop. Be quiet. Because that money is going to Ukraine. You don't deserve any of it. And so I'm wondering, I saw some people said in the comments, I'm wondering just how many of these people are going to continue voting blue. I mean, really? There's another video where I saw a guy in Hawaii was sitting there complaining, kicking and screaming, talking about the federal government's not helping us, but they're helping Ukraine. And I'm just wondering, I want to, I want to reach out to him and ask him, say, look, can you tell me who you voted for? Because people are saying in multiple places everywhere, you get what you voted for. If you want chaos in your cities, vote Democrat. If you want fentanyl in your cities, vote Democrat. If you want these illegals coming into your cities, doing horrific things to women, doing horrific things to people, getting behind a vehicle, driving while drunk, no driver license, vote Democrat. If you want the lawlessness to happen, to continue happening in the United States of America, vote Democrat. If you want the corruption that we're seeing at the highest level ever, Vote Democrat. Look at this. And I'm going to get my producer read this. Talking about the corruption. This is out of Georgia. Y'all seen this? Have y'all seen this? The Republicans in Georgia are saying, basically saying that they've had enough. We're done. What they've done in Georgia is completely repulsive. This doesn't make a lick of sense. And the information that's coming out now not only this information, but the information that I'm getting ready to share with you, it looks like a fifth indictment is about to pop up. Could be wrong. But when we look at the when we look at the pattern, what they've done consistently, what I'm going to show you tonight, a fifth indictment is about to pop up. But listen to this. Yeah, so this is a letter from the Georgia State Senator Colton Moore to Kemp's office. And basically he says, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it says the governor Kemp, we, the undersigned being duly elected members of the Georgia house of representatives and Georgia Senate. Certi but hereby certify you in writing with a copy of the secretary of state with, with that our opinion an emergency exists in the affairs of the state requiring a special session to be convened under that section for all purposes to include without limitation, the review and response to the actions of Fannie Willis. Yeah. Well, actually you did read it all, at least this, this section of it, right? Well, yeah. Uh, Fannie Willis, remember is the AG that indicted Trump. And basically what this is saying is his intent is to impeach Fannie Willis because of how the indictment was released. It's against a lot of release indictment details, whether yeah. they want to say it was an accident or so, not, it's so, still illegal to do it. And I mean, so they think he, she look at this, everybody, look at this. 
So, you see that I'm moving it around. It's pretty cool, right? So, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> look at this. She, they released this indictment the night before. I'm going to play a video for you with Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingrich, who's on with Charlie Kirk, and they actually let out some information. And the nice thing is, or I guess, you know, Newt Gingrich being the way he is, you know, he's saying that it's hearsay information. But he's saying it's from a reliable source. Let me go to that right now. He says it's from a reliable source. The information about the indictment came from his source from the White House because of what what was it was uh, with Willis, right? With the with the the latest information, you know, that looked bad for the Democrats and they wanted to deflect. Listen to what Newt Gingrich says. For those of you who haven't seen this, this, this is going to knock your socks off. Now, again. Newt Gingrich is clear. He said this is hearsay information because he heard it from a reliable source. You don't ever really hear. You never women, really. You never hear the government state media say, oh, this is hearsay, but it's from a reliable source. You know, just to be clear, it's a source that I completely trust, but it's hearsay to me. The, the government state media will never say that. But listen to this bombshell information that he releases that I am told. This is hearsay, but I am told by a reliable source that Friday evening, somebody from Washington called the district attorney in Atlanta and said, you have to indict on Monday. We have to cover up all of the mistakes we just made with Weiss. And she said, hmm. apparently, my jurors aren't coming back till Tuesday. And they said, you didn't hear me. You have to indict on Monday. And she said, well, that's going to get here before noon. They said, that doesn't matter. She said, this, this means it's going to be 8 or 9 or 10 o'clock at night. She said, it doesn't matter. We need the news so media who, shifting who, who off ma- of Who made that phone call? We don't know. And I'm, and I'm telling you up front, this is hearsay, but it's from a person who has remarkably good I, I, sources. I told- now, now, see, listen to that. And Charlie Kirk is about to, he's about to bring it up, and he's going to confirm the hearsay information that he received from the, the reliable source. How many of y'all have seen this? How many of y'all haven't seen this? How many of y'all like what? And, you know, Weiss, he's, you know, he was, again, put in place by Attorney General Garland, right? By Garland, Director Garland, rather. He was put in by Garland, which Weiss was over Hunter Biden case for over, what, six years now? Five years now? Over five years? And he's going to wait until the statute of limitations. So this is what he's saying here. Really looks is really validating, and I'm gonna have something else to show you, some more proof on that to show you that what Newt Gingrich is saying here is pretty much being validated. If you haven't already, please, please share this video right now. Share this video because I'm telling you, millions upon millions of people would never ever see this information because they're going to prevent people from seeing it as much as possible. So if you can, if you find it in the kindness of your heart, hit the share button on this. Listen to the rest of this. Listen. We don't know. And I'm, and I'm telling you up front, this is hearsay, but it's from a person who has remarkably good I, I, sources. I totally believe it, though, because that would explain why they leaked and they messed up on the clerk document, why she was exhausted, <laughs> and why they had the 11 p.m. press conference, Mr. Speaker. The 11 p.m. press conference. You know, and people were questioning, why are they up so late doing this? 11 p.m. is like so late. But you know what ended up happening because that that 11 p.m. I think it was 11 p.m. when they actually got the information talking about the press. 
you have the, I guess this is a clerk in Atlanta, GA. Instead of, she says, instead of hitting save, she hit send. Which really, what is really important here though, this is the part that's really important. President Trump lawyers, they're going to have a field day with this. This case should already automatically and be thrown out of Georgia. The case is already done. It really needs to be thrown out. And look at this video here. This proves it right here that this case should be thrown out because they made complete mistakes. They got caught in the fraudulent activity that they were doing. And the clerk that did it is going to get on here and literally lie. But the problem here, the problem here is how did she know what the verdict was to email it to all of the people in the press before the grand jury even voted. Did y'all hear what I just said? Did you hear what I just said? Let me give you an example. When I was living in California, Hillary Rotten Clinton was going against Bernie Sanders. During the primary, Bernie Sanders that morning when they were going to do, do, going to do the primary in California, before the first person cast their vote, they already called it for Hillary Rodden Clinton. I remember Bernie Sanders being piping mad. Bernie Sanders was on fire. He said no one even got to cast their votes. And then they just collected all of them and put them in the warehouse. You understand what I'm telling you? They did the exact same thing here. The grand jury hadn't even voted yet, but they already had the indictment. So this tells Will Johnson that they told the grand jury how to vote. Listen. And Linda, Shay Alexander says she was under a lot of pressure to make sure this process went smoothly. There were no hiccups. She says in trying to be perfect, she made a mistake. And instead of hitting, hit, hitting save, she hit send. Instead of hitting save, she hit send. Now watch. I'm going I'm to have to stop it one more time here because there's some key points in here that you really need to pay attention to. I am human. Fulton County Clerk of Court, Shea Alexander, says even though she's human, she strives for perfection. And that's how the mishap happened. The mishap was she inadvertently posted the indictment charges against former President Donald Trump, even though the grand jury was still deliberating Monday. Right there. <laughs> right there. She released what the verdict is from the grand jury while the grand jury was still in session. If this is not corruption in our faces, then I, and I don't know what is. This is literally turning what is wrong into right. This is this exactly what it is. How do you, and so and then she's going to come around and she's going to say that well it was it was fraudulent. The document that she released was fraudulent. The whole thing is fraudulent, not just this document, but isn't it ironic that the document that she released premature premature mind you it still end up being the same thing that the grand jury came back with make it make sense that set off a media firestorm and had trump's attorney saying prosecutors had no respect for the grand jury process alexander said this had nothing to do with the da's office and there was nothing sinister about the mistake she made. I have no dog in the fight. She says in an effort to handle the indictment perfectly, she messed up. I did a work sample in the system and 
when I hit save, it went to the press queue. So, okay, wait a minute. So let me let me let me, let me back it up just for a second here. So when she hit save, it went to the press queue. I'm just a human. I make mistakes, but I strive to be perfect. And then she says, I have no fight in this game. You're talking about Atlanta GA. Well, I've been to Atlanta GA a couple of times, and I'm pretty sure more than half of the people there believe everything that the Democrats have been telling them. They Here's probably the have a special hate for President Trump. Here's the problem. She drafted a indictment that hadn't even been voted on or determined yet. So how does that happen? Has that happened? It was and are we going to show that other video? Yes. We have another video that explains why it could have gone out Monday. She's lying. What? Who is she to even draft the indictment in the perfect form before it's voted on, before it's stamped, it's sealed, and everything? It's she's lying. But that's why I it's said the, they either this yeah. was grand jury tampering. Which, to my understanding, is against the law. If you're going to grand jury tampering, because someone told the grand jury what to do. If she already had the information before they came back, how does she possibly know then? Is it, do they have templates? Do they already have these templates already made up? Trump guilty, Trump guilty, Trump indictment, Trump indictment. Is that what they base their templates on? Right? Is that what they base them on? Just put Trump on their indictment. We'll just use this as the template. So how long have they had that template? How long have they had it? Some news reporters saw it before it was deleted. Alexander says what they saw was unofficial. It wasn't an official document. It wasn't official charges. It was a dry run. It was a work sample. Even though it had a case number, Alexander says it didn't have a stamp and other markings that would have made it official. So my question is, since the document had a case number on it, what about the one they say now is official because they have any markers on it? It wasn't certified. It wasn't sealed. What's the case number on the one that they actually use then? Is it the same case number? It's the same case number. Here's it's the, the same case number. Wait a minute. She just said that this one was fraudulent. So if it's the same case number, the one they gave President Trump is fraudulent. Well, she didn't say it was fraudulent. She said it was a test. No, she did say it was fraudulent. Watch, listen. Oh, she did? Watch, listen. I asked her why did she release a statement calling the document fictitious? That was the best word I could come up with. No, fictitious. Same thing. Fraudulent, fictitious. With, um, it was fictitious. It wasn't real. It didn't have a stamp on it. Why didn't you say it was an error? She says fictitious was what her team came up with. We've been getting some calls. Her office has received. Now, she's been getting calls. What were you going to say, Shannon? Here's the problem. What she's saying, they didn't have a seal. This is what Fannie Willis is saying, too. What didn't have our stamp, so it's not official. That <laughs> it's is the exactly same the case problem. number. It was released before it was even officially confirmed that that was an indictment but it's the same indictment that was put out the day before it's the same so give me if, a it's break. The, if it's the same case number because i haven't seen have you what's the can we get the we need to we need to verify that because i don't wonder if anyone else has done that is it the same case number you say it is right it's the same case number she says it's fictitious so why well, is it the, why isn't the one president trump the, the one they serve president trump fictitious i mean all of it is president trump lawyers should have a field day with this this case should automatically be thrown out because of their negligence well we know will because that night you and i actually read the indictment 
the fictitious one that she's talking about. It's the same exact charges that were released the next day. <laughs> yes. So give me a break. Yeah. I mean, even if the case number is the same, the indictment is the same. The charges were the same. Exactly. The names were the same. I haven't read Everything all the Everything was the same, you. except for they, put, they didn't put a, st- a stamp on it. Right. Everything else is the same. Everything. But we just didn't put a stamp on it, so it's not the same. It's I mean, just really, people, come on. on. I mean, she come wants on. empathy now, right? Like, oh, I'll take responsibility. I I'm just sorry. made a simple mistake. I it was made no a mistake. mistake. The, there was, it's, to me, if you ask me, grand jury tampering was happening here. Someone told the grand jury how to vote. Hands down. Listen to the rest of this, because now there's, she's suggesting, all right, this is what's being reported, that she's receiving threats all of a sudden. She's receiving threats. How many of y'all believe that? Received calls and emails with threats. People saying, I'm coming to get you. Those threats have been forwarded to the sheriff's office. Alexander says she was under a lot of pressure to get this right. Now she says she just wants to explain what happened and get back to work. I tell my staff we just want to be transparent, right? And so I don't have anything to hide. Oh, my goodness. Get it, out. Get it off the screen. She's lying. We just want to be transparent. That's the same rhetoric that the Biden regime puts out there. We're, we're the most transparent one out there ever. Yeah, as Joe We're the most say, transparent. There's nothing transparent about it. Right. <laughs> Why? Because I'm honest. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's Joe Biden. I'm okay. honest. He's see, not that's honest. That's what she's coming off as. I'm just a human being. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, exactly. We're supposed to go. Hey, okay. let me say this because I just saw this uh, on Rumble. JDWC, thank you so much for the rumble rant. He says, hey, Will and Shannon, keep up the good work. Just found you on Rumble on LFA TV. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, they said we're awesome. He's so kind. (laughs) I think he was talking about you, not me. Well, he said. Uh, That's probably a typo on his part. Uh, he said all. That I, I appreciate it though. Operators. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let me go to this one because you have Senator Kennedy. You know, they're looking at President Trump, and you know, in this case in Georgia, they're going to fingerprint President Trump and they're going to take a mugshot of President Trump. And I can't wait to get my hands on that mugshot because I'm more likely going to put on a t shirt. If I put it, if I put President Trump, oh my Trump, gosh, that'd be so If I perfect. put President, I'm just, I'm just wondering. I mean, put the comments back on the screen. And you know, what I we'll get do? President Trump's mugshot. Would y'all buy that T-shirt? And we'll put I'm just kind of curious. 2024. Yeah, Trump 2024. <laughs> put, I'm put, I put something. I'm, I'm thinking about it here. You know, thinking, brainstorming here. Yeah, I'm voting for put his mugshot 2024. That's it. Would y'all buy a shirt like that? Can you imagine? You imagine now? You probably can. You imagine how uh, 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 you're gonna vote for him? How dare you? How dare you? Uh, Let me see. How dare you? You're gonna vote for him after everything that we've done to him? You're still gonna vote for him? You're still gonna vote for him? I got something I want to share on that too. But look at this. Look at this with Senator Kenny, because President Trump is no ordinary person. President Trump can't go anywhere without anyone recognizing him. He can't get on an airplane and go to another country without people recognize him. President Trump is like the most popular person on the planet right now, especially with all this criminal activity that they're doing to him. Listen, listen. It's President Trump has been indicted four times in the last five months. It's it's surreal. Politically, it's 
it's sort of like a zombie apocalypse. I, I mean, we're not talking about a DoorDash driver here. Uh, he's a former president of the United States, and he is a current active candidate for president of the United States, running against a party um, whose four prosecutors have indicted him. And regardless of what you think about President Trump, um, this is unprecedented. Uh, uh, it's going to really test our political system. I mean, this is the sort of thing that happens in countries whose uh, whose Powerball jackpots is our jackpot is uh, three hundred eighty-seven chickens on a goat. I mean, we 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 don't do that in America. Now, having said that. This is the first time, but I can assure you it won't be the last. There are thousands of prosecutors out there in America, Republican and Democrat, very ambitious. And now that the glass has been broken, I worry about what that means for the rule of law in our system. Yeah, what that means for the rest of our country, for our system, for our law system. It's going to be pretty bad. It's actually going to be really bad because I said this earlier and I was talking to Shannon. That I can see, I can perceive this. This is just my opinion. Let me be clear. This is my opinion. Opinion. Katie Hobbs in Arizona, I can see her saying, well, you know what? We need to indict Trump, too. So that's why that's why the fifth indictment comes from in my my title here. I think that President Trump, I think they're going to indict him a fifth time after Joe because Joe Biden. He had multiple names that he used when he was VP for the bribery that he was doing in Ukraine. Have y'all heard about this story? Have y'all heard about this story? Joe Biden used multiple, multiple synonyms. Multiple. Not one, not two, but three that we are aware of. Pseudonyms. Pseudonyms. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Pseudonyms. I always say it wrong. He used multiple pseudonyms, right, to to deflect, to say, well, it's not my name on it. But now they're finding out that three times. Do we have the article on her? You have the article for that? Yep. I want to show y'all this article because if you haven't hit the share button now, this is the time to hit it because this is what they're talking about. And I'm, I'm, I haven't heard anyone say a fifth indictment, but I'm pretty sure y'all been thinking it too. Like, you know, why stop at four? Why stop at four? All of it's been fraudulent. Do another one. Do another one. I expect them to keep going until they can't go no more. But look at this. Look at this. This is on the New York Post. So it says House. GOP demands unredacted records of Biden using the pseudonym while VP says oversight committee Comer has asked for the records, right? It says the emails previously released by the archives and retrieved from Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop revealed that Joe Biden used the email address, Robert L. Peters. Now, will we already know that? Right. But, Comer's request covers records using Biden's other known pseudonyms, Robin Ware and J.R.B. Ware, and makes pointed requests for certain documents. Joe Biden has stated there was an absolute wall between his family foreign business schemes 
and his duties as vice president. But evidence reveals that access was wide open for his family's influence peddling. Oh my goodness! So, what is this? What, so again, what do you what do you think, everybody? What do you think? Do you think this right here, what you're seeing on the screen, do you think this right here is going to be another reason? If you look at the pattern, every single time they bring out something that's really explosive. Now, this has like been the most explosive news to come out. Well, amongst others. But this is the latest one where it because where they constantly say, now think about this. This is so important. So important. The government state media, every last one of them, they all kept saying, well, of course, they got this information and that information, but they don't have anything on Joe Biden. How many times have you heard him say that? They constantly say it. Oh, well, you know, they got Hunter Biden doing this and Hunter Biden doing that. We, yeah, they probably should look at Hunter Biden, but they don't have anything on Joe Biden. This is Joe Biden. This is criminal what he was doing. 100% criminal and, and it was happening under Obama you can't tell me Obama didn't know and you know what Will it's so interesting because I, forgot, I lost my train of fault oh, I got you didn't I I got you didn't I <laughs> this happened under Obama 100% under Obama now let me play this for you let me play this for you this is this is I have to give him this is good work good work Okay, hold on. Here, hold on one second. So, look, look at this. Split screen it for me. Listen to this because this is a report. It came out of Newsmax. Listen to this report. Came out of Newsmax. Them talking about the pseudonym. I'm sorry, the pseudonyms, <laughs> the multiple ones. Right? He used multiple names. Listen. Chairman James Comer has issued a letter demanding the National Archives release unredacted copies of records from when Joe Biden was vice president. This is the letter you're looking at it here. Specifically, the committee wants to access these emails relating to Hunter Biden, Burisma and Ukraine. Biden, according to Comer, was using a pseudonym, copying in at times only his son Hunter on his schedule. This is one of several new requests today in Comer's letter. And we are pleased right now to bring in Tennessee Congressman Tim Burchett, who is also on the House Oversight Committee. He joins us to discuss this development in the investigation sir welcoming good to see you so let me stop it there i'm gonna let you hear some of what he has to say put the comments on the screen real quick how many of you think that this is going to lead to the fifth indictment right i'm just curious. i'm curious i'm looking in the comments how many of y'all think this is going to lead to the fifth indictment i believe that it will and I think it's probably going to be in Arizona with Katie Hobbs, right? Because she's a total tyrant, right? So I believe it's going to be in Arizona. I could be wrong. Uh, sure, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm going to be wrong. And someone asked what's on my shirt. That's what my shirt says right there. Can y'all, can you read that? Can you read it? It says your handsome. Right, right. So when Will looks in the it's backwards. backwards. So when so I look in the, in the mirror, mirror, yeah, it's on my shirt. It's backwards. It was probably it should be backwards for everybody watching. So when I look in the mirror, at least hey, at least somebody's telling me I'm handsome. <laughs> I got one. I got one. <laughs> okay, let he me. He has get, to remind himself. Yeah, yeah he has to remind myself. Oh, you're a handsome. You're a handsome young man. Okay, let's get back to it. Seriously, seriously though, listen to this. Great seeing you, ma'am. Thank you for having me on. 
Okay, so first off, a lot of people are hearing this and saying Vice President Biden at the time was using aliases and emails, sometimes only copying his son. Why would one do that? And why would Nara then redact it? Of course, you do it to hide your identity and you're doing something illegal. And that's exactly what he was doing. You've got over $20 million in transactions uh, from foreign countries, China, Marisma, all these other crooked agencies and, and groups. And some of those people are, in fact, on the run now. So it, it really to, to, it tightens the noose. And that's why you're seeing Democrats, at least privately, pulling off of President Biden, knowing that they, they're probably going to be running the governor of California in, in 2024. Let's talk a little bit about the records. Um, Comer told us last night they're being blocked in some way for the financial transactions. Here's what he told our Rob Schmidt. Let me stop it real quick. Of course, he's been blocked. They've been trying. They've been requesting information from the FBI and the DOJ for how long? And they kept redacting it and kept holding back. And they said, wait a minute, we asked, we're requesting these documents because they work for them. But they they like, nope, not giving it to you, not giving it to you, not giving it to you because they're protecting Joe Biden, a.k.a. Obama. That's what's going on. And we'll get your reaction after. The one thing they keep saying is, well, you can't prove Joe did anything wrong, uh, which I would. Wait a minute. Didn't I just say that? You know, what? I haven't watched all of this video, to be honest with everybody. But didn't I just say that they kept saying that Joe Biden didn't do anything wrong? I apologize. I'm not going to stop it again. The one thing they keep saying is, well, you can't prove Joe did anything wrong, uh, which I would argue that's not true. But at the end of the day, there are bank accounts that we believe paid for many of Joe Biden's everyday living expenses. And those are the accounts that they're blocking us from. I mean, that's the power that, you know, stonewalling. But is it is it Joe Biden or is it Robert L. Peters? Is it Robert Peters, Robin Ware, J.R.B. Ware? There's a lot of aliases here. Yes, ma'am, there are. And, and Chairman Comer is leaving no stone unturned. He's done an excellent job at uncovering this stuff. And it's and the thing is, he's got so much more just waiting. At some point, you got to ask yourself, though, when is the crooked Justice Department going to, in fact, uh, bring justice into the equation? You and I do six hundred dollars worth of sales on eBay and we get a letter from the IRS. Man, there's no proof that he's even paid any any taxes on this. You know, that's how they got Capone. He murdered people, St. Valentine's Day massacre. I mean, you know, clobbered some guy with a baseball bat. Never got in trouble for that. But what he got in trouble for was tax evasion. And when you have 21 different LLCs and bank accounts in phony corporations that paid the exact amount that was paid into them back to the Biden crime family, it's a pretty pretty clear uh, track record of what went down. And I think the American public knows it. And that's why you're seeing this. And again, until the Justice Department does anything, we can impeach him. We can do whatever we want. But until they file those charges or, or actually do a real investigation instead of at the yes, behest of, yeah. of, well, of Biden, nothing happens. Yep. Nothing happens. Right. It'd be a whole bunch of talk. And everybody, uh, every last one of us, you and I, we're going to be upset because the Republicans are talking. Nothing's happening. But it's still, you know what? I get what he's saying, because the DOJ they have to do their jobs. The DOJ at some point have got to stop going along with this criminal activity. The American people have lost trust in the DOJ. The American people have lost trust in the FBI. The American people have lost trust in our federal government. The American people, I don't think you ever had trust in the IRS, 
But if you did, people are losing trust. People are losing trust in all of these different government agencies. And, and they expect us to just ignore it like it's just fine. Well, this is just the way things are. No, no, and no. If they do not stop and start fixing this corruption, the United States of America is going to collapse. If it hasn't, if it's not already too far too gone. I don't think that it is because if it was, I wouldn't be on here right now. I would probably be trying to go find them bunker up somewhere because I think it's going to get that bad. But I don't think it's going to get bad enough to where because they would love if we stopped talking and we just went into hiding. They would love that because then they would just do whatever it is that they want. Wreak havoc. We have to fight for our country. We have to fight for our freedoms. There's a reason why the United States of America is the greatest nation on planet Earth. It's not because people decided to be like, well, you know what? Let's just let it go. Let them do whatever. It's because the men and women before us, they did not want what's happening now. They did their part. There's many men and women that did their part fighting for our freedoms, fighting for justice. But today, the Justice Department is trying to reverse all of that. The founding fathers even talked about this, this day coming. Let me share this with you from the border. You have Mayorkas, that nut job. So they had a press conference today and they were talking about they were getting ready to build new facilities. Millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars facility. They're not going to do anything to protect the American people. It's like they're going to build these facilities probably for more wokeism. More stuff that they're not going to do for the American people. Probably ways for them to expedite the criminal activity that they've been doing. Allowing the fentanyl, the sex trafficking, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How can we expedite it? How we can, how can we bring these people into the country and turn them into American citizens quicker? That's what they believe in border security, not stopping the criminals from coming by getting me in here and fast tracking them. Well, a reporter was asking him, Marcus, why he was walking after this press hearing, asking him questions about the border. He sees the he sees the person. It's a lady. It's a lady. And he avoids the lady like the plague. Watch. It's a really short clip. You can leave a split screen here. The ongoing work. Mr. Secretary, the southern border numbers are up to 130,000 after dipping down. Are your lawful pathways working? When are you going to answer my questions? <laughs> and just walks away. And just walks away. Don't you think that dude is don't you think that dude has a responsibility to answer truthful questions, hard questions? But he doesn't want to because he has the the safety net of the Biden regime. Listen to this nut job here. It's a little too late <clears throat> to call for Joe Biden to say this is a national emergency. It's too late. You should have been thinking about that. When you before you was calling your city a sanctuary city, Mayor Adams, split screen it for me here. Mayor Adams, look at him. Listen to what Mayor Adams says, because, it, again, it's a little too late. You should have been thinking that before you were saying, well, when President Trump was off, of course, he wasn't there when President Trump was off, but he got the same mentality. Well, President Trump, we're going to have a sanctuary city because President Trump wants to defend and protect the borders. For the American people, well, we have a sanctuary city. 
enticing people to make their track to get to New York. Knowing he said, knowing people in New York, idiots like him were saying they're not, not going to make it to New York. They're not going to walk all this way. They're not going to get all this way. We're talking about red states on the southern border. A lot to happen to them. Not here, but listen now. This is a national, a statewide issue that has been unjustly dropped into the lap of New York City residents. We only make up 0.05 of the land mass in New York State. 0.05. That's what we make up. Yet, we are housing over 99% of the migrants. 99% of the migrants. <clears throat> Imagine that. How, what? We're going to run out of time here. Let's go to this one real quick here. Kareem Ajanbaya. Kareem Ajanbaya. Listen to her because a reporter asked her about the same situation, about this border crisis that they're all wanting to ignore. And the government state media, they're no longer talking about it either because they got sinister reasons why they want children to come across the border. But listen to this. Uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams has asked the White House to declare a state of emergency over asylum seekers. Is that something the president is considering? What I can say is this. We are having a conversation, regular in regular conversation with the mayor of New York City and obviously uh, as well uh, with the governor uh, of the state of New York. And these are uh, conversations that uh, uh, we have had for some time. Uh, the senior advisor to president uh, to to the president, Tom Perez, was in New York very recently to continue those close coordination, as you all know, with our state and city partners. Uh, he met with the city and state officials to discuss how the federal government can continue to work in part partnership with the city, state, and other critical stakeholders to address uh, the migrant issues. As you know, we have provided uh, the, the we have pro provided um, New York City uh, with a hundred million dollars uh, to uh, to to help them support uh, to help that support to be available, uh, hopefully in the in the coming weeks. And so we take this very seriously. We're in continuous continuing uh, to have that conversation. I don't have anything uh, else to add beyond that. You see that she didn't really didn't even address it, right? She didn't even really address the issue. It is a national crisis issue. And the reason why she doesn't want to address it, because they created the crisis. And I've said this so many times in the past. If they don't create the crisis, they'll take advantage of the crisis. And then when they create the crisis, they still turn around and take advantage of the crisis. Listen to this one from Fox News as they talk about what's been created here. This crisis that the Biden regime has created. The entire Democrat Party. Under President Trump, $15 billion was allocated to build about 740 miles of wall and barriers down here along the southern border. And as you also know, when President Biden took office, he almost immediately pulled the plug on that project. And about 290 miles of fence was never finished. So work sites were virtually abandoned and much of the unused materials have sat since then untouched. Like on this New Mexico cattle ranch we visited west of El Paso this week where a gap remains in the wall and piles of taxpayer funded supplies remain some two and a half. Let me stop it there. Look at that. Look at that, everybody. Y'all see all of that? All of that, what you see right there is just sitting there, been sitting there for two plus years. And it's already been paid for. Even the labor is all of it's been paid for. Congress actually already passed it for the spending on it. 
They've already passed it. But Joe Biden and the Democrats completely stopped it. And now it's just sitting there. They do not want our country to be protected. And I, you know, I haven't seen any, but if there's any trolls, why would you want that? Why would you want that? Do you not want your country protected? I don't understand that. Years later, there are close to 21,000 unused wall panels stored in multiple locations. The Army Corps of Engineers says that the government spends about $160,000 every single month just to store and secure these unused materials. Wow. Wow. So they're spending, I mean, so I guess the money that they pass to go ahead and finish, you know, complete the wall. They're just going to take that money and pay security to, you know, house it or warehouses, wherever they're housing it. Let's just use the money to, instead of putting it up, let's just spend money to warehouse it. That's what Democrats do. They waste, they're extremely wasteful, extremely wasteful. Talking about, you remember, and not too long ago when they were talking about the student loans and wanting to pay the student loans off for students, you know, and m most of these students, you know, they got these doctor degrees, lawyer degrees, et cetera, stuff where they go out to the world and make a lot of money, you know, and it's not even just them. It's just people, period. But a lot of those that were going out and end up making a lot of money, like AOC, she's making all this money and she has like $50,000 in student loans, apparently, allegedly, what I've heard, and that. She's wanted to get it just paid off too. Just get it canceled altogether. And she's making a lot of money. She bought a Tesla. So you mean to tell me she can't pay her student loan? So since they couldn't do that, they tried to find other ways to get around it. And they're doing it all so that you as the as a parent, oh my child, they're student, he's he's gonna student loan forgiveness. Oh, I remember that. Vote. Remember that? Vote. Same thing with school lunches. Have y'all heard about this? Split screen it for me. Look at this one. This is a short video. It's like 10 second video talking about school lunches. And they're addressing the issue talking about, well, Republicans don't want children to have food. These people are evil. They're wanting to implement socialism. And this is all again to get parents to vote a certain way. The haves and have nots in a school lunchroom is not a necessary thing. They just feed our children. And so I'm really excited about that. I think coupled with these payments, um, we're feeling this. Going back to school looks a lot easier this year. You see that? That's all it is. But in the meantime, there's, they're expecting each household, if maybe it's each student, to pay almost $900 for school supplies and everything else. Listen to this one. Families with kids in elementary school through high school can expect to spend an average of $890 this year on back-to-school items. Jackie, that's a new record from the National Retail Federation. It's $25 higher than it was last year. All in, Americans expected to spend an unprecedented $41.5 billion this year. Nice piece of change. But they don't talk about that. If they could, they would. If they could, they would. I wouldn't have any issues with it at all. None at all. Okay, we are here at the end. There's actually some other stuff that I would like to share with you, but we're going to run out of time before we could. 
Um, let's say thank you to a couple people if we can. Again, JD, thank you so much for the blessings. Thank you so much for that Rumble rant. Hey, if you haven't already in your first time on my Rumble page, on my Facebook page, on Getter, even the uh, Twitter, if you're watching, I'm, I'm just about on all the platforms. No matter how you're watching this, if you have, if you haven't as of yet, please subscribe. YouTube, please subscribe. I greatly appreciate it. William, may say thank you to our Facebook yes, stars. please, absolutely. All right, so we'd like to thank Anne, Kathy, and Rodney. So, if anybody else would like to contribute to us, and you don't want to contribute on a platform, you can always go to Unite americafirst.com forward slash donate we appreciate your support it helps pay for us to do this programming and to go live every day so every little bit helps it really does it really does so thank you everybody thank you so much for the blessings thank you so much for for being here thank you so much for sharing it really does make a difference and you know you know i'm come on think about everybody i put myself out here on front street you know, I really do. I put myself out here to do everything I can to, because this is the best way I know how to stand up and fight for my country. Because I'm not a violent person. I'm not a violent person. But what else do we do? Right? A lot of people say, well, what do we do? What do we do? And I've gone through it, laundry list multiple times, you know, call your politicians, get involved in the school board, see what the elections are in your local town and city. And a lot of people go, well, I don't know if I could do that. You got these idiots on the left doing it. You're a lot more intelligent than they are. You got more common sense than they do. That's all it takes is more common. You got, I mean, above and beyond more common sense than they do. They don't have a lick of sense. You do. You know the difference between right and wrong. They don't. You know what a woman is. They don't. So get involved at your local school board. Get involved at your local town hall. See what's happening. See, because I said this before, the the Democrats, they find these little small groups that are, you know, that are positions in politics and they keep those positions on the hush hush, on the down low. Why do they do that? Why? Because they don't want you to know about it and so that you don't run. And what end up happening, they get total communist socialists to fill those positions. And guess what happens? When it comes to certain policies and stuff, those, peoples in, those people in the small positions, they get the vote on policies. So if they have the they have all the votes that they need with inside of the political realm in your town and city, bam, there it is. Inquire about it. You can go to your city hall, inquire. Give me a list of all of the open positions. It's really that simple. And people go, Will, Will Johnson, why you don't do it? You know, I think I'm doing my part. I think I'm doing my part. All right, everybody, that's it for me. Thank you so much for being with me. My name is Will Johnson, and we just talked about it.